Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You're listening to Bariatric Life Podcast, a podcast about weight loss surgery. Chris and I are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. We are sharing our personal views and opinions only. Please always follow your doctor's advice. Follow us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast and at Amanda's BSG. Thanks for listening, and now on to the show. Hello and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda. And this is Chris. And Chris had the idea of talking about how do you define success. And I don't know how to define that. And I started to ask him what he meant by that and stopped him mid-sentence so that I could start recording. So we will just suss it out right here, right now. All right. How do you define... Because that squirrel just ran off with my thought. How do you define just... Success. Success? Success. Define success. So, I mean, it. I guess it kind of depends on the perspective you're looking at. So, from like a doctor's perspective, were they able to remove part of the stomach without any complications? Did you die? The answer to all of those is yes, yes, no, specifically in that order then it's probably a successful surgery from a surgeon's perspective. But as a patient... I think also as a surgeon, the and I could be off on this number, but I'm pretty sure it's 75% of your excess weight is mm-hmm. considered success if you've okay. lost 75%. Now, like I said, that number could be wrong. But typically... If you have lost 75% of your excess weight, mm-hmm. then they consider it to be a success. But, okay, so let's look at that for a second. So if you take somebody like me who's trying to lose weight through diet and exercise, because I'm just not ready to take that step yet, then... If I had that procedure, I personally would look at it and say, you know what, I lost 50% or 40% of my excess weight. For me, that's a win. For me, that's not. Because, and even the 75%. So for me, 75% would have been right at 75 pounds. Okay-ish. If if we go according to BMI, then it would have been 75 pounds. But to me, that was not success. Right. So it all depends on how you personally define success. Not society, not even necessarily your doctor, not anyone but you. Because I know for me, if I lost... <clears throat> 
50, 60 pounds, I would just be ecstatic. So let's talk about that because I have often thought to myself, if I lose X amount, I'll be happy. Mm -hmm. If I lose X amount, I'll finally be happy. And then you lose X amount. And and, now you want more. And you're not any happier than you were before. That's why, like, part of the, um, the idea of having the plastic surgery concerns me in that it's not that I think. I don't think, like, I'll be happier with myself, but what if I'm not happy with the results? Mm-hmm. Not that I'll be any happier, but what if I'm what not... What if you're less happy? What if you go the opposite way? Right. <clears throat> so, I mean, and and that's a valid point. What would you consider that a success from... That procedure? Well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, I guess my idea of a success with the plastic surgery is to no longer have the bit hanging down of my stomach, Mm -hmm. to have a perky bosom, Mm -hmm. and to have more of an ass. Okay. So having those three would be a success. Yeah. Okay. And there's probably some people that maybe would throw scar healing or something into mm-hmm. that, but I don't necessarily care about scar healing. I mean, I want it to heal, of <laughs> course, but like, you know, some people are like freaked out about Having scars. Having scars. Then there's people like us that are, oh, well, I got that one doing this. I got this one doing that. Yeah. Each scar. And, I mean, I personally like scars. Each one has a history. Each one has a story. Sometimes it's a funny story. Sometimes it's just a showcase of stupidity. Sometimes it's a, look, I narrowly escaped natural selection. Yeah, I know. I went down a tangent. I stopped. Long, long pause. Long pause. Long pause that I will not be editing out. <laughs> My apologies well, if that pause made you uncomfortable. So, but I, I, I still feel like success is always a personal thing. It not. I, I don't want to say belief, uh, but like a a personal um, shit. What is the word I'm thinking of? Perspective. That's why whenever... Because you've brought up this topic quite a few times for us to discuss. And that's why I've been reluctant to discuss it. Because it is a very personal Mm -hmm. thing. So how do we, Chris and Amanda, define it for an audience of however many... I, I don't think we do. I think we encourage people to define it for themselves, write it out. This is, if I'm having, if I'm doing ABC, for me to consider it a success, I want 
X, Y, and Z. And once it's written, you can see it. You can say, yes, that will make me feel like this was success. I was a success. And also once it's written, like you can't say, well, you know what? I changed my mind. I'd really rather do this. You can always add to it. But I think having, having the presence of mind to sit down and go, I'm doing something. How, what am I going to want to see or feel to think, yes, this was a success? Because as you're going through like buyer's remorse periods, and those come and go to be able to look back on it and go, no, yeah, I'm, I'm going through a little buyer's remorse, but this was a success. And here's why. So to go back to the goal weight conversation that we had whenever it was posted and how I very much wanted to lose a hundred pounds mm-hmm. and to me, that was, like I said, the 75 pounds, that wasn't a success to me. But 100 pounds is, and I'm at 93, right? 96. Six. 96 right now. But to me, 100 pounds is a success, not 96. And 96 is like a whole middle school kid. Right. And it's an A. <laughs> and it's an A. <laughs> I mean, you you don't have to have an A plus in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like we tell our kids, as long as you do your best, that's all that matters. That's true. So, <laughs> and and I think that I actually I think that is a perfect mantra to have for weight loss as long as you're doing your best as long as you're trying to stick to this or that or you know and and even post-op like having to keep up with all the supplements and everything like just being able to keep up with that stuff can you can look at that and say it's a success I met my fluid goals today I met my protein goals today I have not been meeting my protein goal and that's going to be a conversation for another time. Yes. As to why I'm not meeting my protein goal. <laughs> so stay tuned. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> but yeah, what, what is your definition of success? So, why does the dryer keep making that sound? Um, probably because it's a bulky load and it wants me to take those cushions out, flip them around, and put it back in. Oh. I mean, I can go stop if that's all going to be recorded. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> I wish there was a pause button. Nope. But there's not. No pause for you. Nope. So for me, I would define... <clears throat> so as I'm looking at... Well, not look. Well, so I was prescribed this morning um, Ozempic. Ozempic. Okay. Um, which is not the medication I was originally looking for, but I'm also not going to pay um, a small fortune for Manjaro. But, so I'm looking forward to try starting that, giving that a try. And for me, I will consider that a success if in the first 
month, I lose, with it being the food holidays, 15 pounds. Actually, 10. 10 pounds is a success. 15 pounds is, for me, will be extraordinary. Especially because I have a bad, bad impulse control with holiday foods. And it's very difficult. But I digress. So for me, that's how I will define the first month if it was a success. Long term, I don't know. Long pause. Another long <laughs> pause. Because I'm having trouble with this topic. I know. Well, and I, I don't think it was necessarily... When I thought of it, I, it wasn't necessarily a let's announce to the world what the definition of success is. It was more of a get people to think about, well, how would I define success? Because a lot of times I feel like we take someone else's definition of success and say, well, this is what the doctor says success is, so I guess that's what I say too. Or this is what society says, so that's my definition. Like, to go off on a tangent, but not really, career success. I work in IT, and a lot of people think that to the epitome of an IT career is to be a chief information technology officer at a massive company. Fuck that. I am much happier doing engineering work, build work, problem solving, troubleshooting. So for me, getting to that architect level, really kind of the epitome of, of success in IT for me. Because I have zero aspirations to yell at people about a line item on a spreadsheet. I'm just not going to do that. There's no technology in it at that point. So this applies to success and how it made me feel like I wasn't a success in that there was a, our clinic, our old clinical director. Mm -hmm. I found out that she was 27 Mm -hmm. and I thought, wow, she is such a success because she's 27 has her master's in social work and is a director of a your employment yeah <laughs> of a drug and alcohol program mm-hmm. and it made me feel like I wasn't a success in my mm-hmm. career because I'm not those things I have no desire mm-hmm. to be the director of a drug and alcohol program. I have no desire to have a master's in social work or be a licensed social worker. I have no desire whatsoever to have those things. And yet it made me feel like I was lesser than. Did you feel that way because you think you were supposed to feel that way? Like I said, people look at, well, if you're not a director, then you, you're, you're just a, you're a cog instead of a lever. Um, so, you know, you're less successful than so-and-so. But I, I think that 
if you're happy, if you look at, be it weight loss, career, anything, if you look at something and say, man, I am proud of this, I put my effort into it, look what I did, this is a success, then I have a cactus for everyone else that disagrees. Well, I think that, and we do this in the weight loss community a lot, but we compare ourselves to others. And... Uh, For example, I compare myself to my oldest friend in the world all the time. She's had the one husband, (laughs) the one baby daddy. (laughs) They have a house that's probably about paid off. They, to my knowledge, don't have any real debt. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm always, I've been jealous of her since we were seven years old. (laughs) It has not stopped, but I'm constantly comparing myself to her whereas she's also comparing herself to me because she has said before how she's jealous of my education mm-hmm. and when I was single she was jealous of the fact that I was single and could date whoever I wanted to even though I wasn't dating anybody <laughs> but that you know in between husbands <laughs> I was dating and uh, she was jealous of that so like I'm jealous of the people that have hit the 100 pounds and or I'm jealous of the people that have lost more at this at this point where I am which is you know right around 10 10, 11 months you, you can't shouldn't can't whichever adjective you want to use but I don't think that's an adjective or I think it, it might... I don't know. I don't know. I, Verb? It, no. Adverb? Adverb, that's it. I um, didn't major in English either. I was going to say, I didn't either. But you can't and or shouldn't compare yourself to other people and where they are in their journey. For instance, my... I, I used to have a friend when we were in college and he went and was a computer science major and got a he was a double major in mathematics and he got out of college and was making eighty thousand dollars a year on his in his first job i did not complete that college program and was making like 35 at radio shack now we fast forward 20 years later I work at a large Fortune 500 company. I'm not making the money that he probably is, but I don't care. Yeah. Because I make enough, we make enough together to have a roof over our heads and food on the table. So for me, success is not defined anymore by salary or title or flashy car. I mean, I I drive a Jeep. I'm not, I don't want a flashy car. I'm going to go and off-road in it. And if it's flashy, I'll just feel bad when it gets dinged up. Some might say a Jeep is flashy. Well, you're right. And it, and for some people, it probably is. There are probably some people that are like, nope, just give me a 1997 Toyota Tercel or Corolla. The Tercel. Yes. Oh, man. That's a blast from the past. But, I mean, everybody defines it differently. And comparing yourself to someone else 
weight loss, career, money, anything. All it does is give you a reason to make yourself, make yourself feel like shit. And if you look back on the things that you have done and accomplished in various parts of a weight loss journey or a career, whatever, if you can look at it and be proud and see that I've taken a step forward every couple of years or I'm moving forward, that's a success as far as I'm concerned. What if you're in a career where you can't move forward? So like you've hit a, a ceiling? Yeah. Well, do you enjoy the work? Do you feel like you're contributing something to other people or society as a whole? If yes, then that's a success because there are a lot of people that work in jobs that don't contribute anything. They have successes in their lives somewhere else. But if you're looking at a career, if you're contributing something, if you're helping someone, that's a success. Because I think for me, one of the issues with discussing this topic is that I often, and this goes into another topic that I wanted to discuss, but not right now, but maybe in five minutes we'll discuss it (laughs) (laughs) on a different podcast, I mean, but I often, so we have to answer these questions to get into this system at work. Mm-hmm. And it says, what are you most afraid of? And my answer is failure. Mm-hmm. And it used to be snakes, but now it's failure. And that is was one of the reasons holding me back from having this discussion is because I personally do not feel like a success ever in any way, shape, form, or fashion in any part of my life whatsoever. So, I've always felt this, we've talked about this before, but we learn more from our failures than we do our successes. Because all a success is going to teach us is, hey, I can do this and it works. But a failure, you're going you're gonna to take whatever that failure is, you're going to dissect it, look at it from every possible angle, pick it apart mentally for a long time. And then when you do it again, Hopefully it's a success. And you've learned more from that failure than, oh, I did this last time and it worked. I did this last time, it didn't work, and after 200 hours of analysis, this is why. I think that you are an incredible success in your life. You are far better educated than I am. You have lost a tremendous amount of weight and you are daily encouraging and inspiring me to go walk. I'm on a 23 day walking uh, streak right now that absolutely would not have happened if you hadn't encouraged me. And if I hadn't been inspired by you to do my own streak. Well, I wasn't fishing no, for I, I, I know you reasons why, I know I'm, you were. why you think I'm successful. I'm just saying like, like I, part of the reason why I was struggling with this particular topic is because I. You don't feel like you can relate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
And maybe that's a little sad. I think it's being harder on yourself than you should be. And I think it's a problem everyone has. I think it's also a problem that's much um, more prevalent in the weight loss community. You're, you're constantly comparing yourself to other people and where they are on their journey and not necessarily looking at where you started and where you are. Like at the Just Be You Awards, when, when they showed your before and after picture. Yeah. I mean, that was a massive transformation. So, I, when we were in Portland speaking of Just Be You, and that chick was like, here's a card for the tribe membership. And I thought it was like a sign to finally join the tribe. So, one of the things is to write gratitudes and affirmations and limiting beliefs perhaps one of my affirmations should by should should buy should buy should be that i am a success Mm -hmm. maybe i just need to tell myself that until i believe right and this goes into a future podcast episode but i'm not a success is one of the lies you tell yourself. Oh, 100%. That's what I was going to say that we talked about in five minutes. Yeah. In that we stop this podcast and start a new topic. but That will air or be released probably a week later. Yeah. <laughs> people are going to be listening, listening to this and going, no. I want to hear it now. Well, Sorry. Have to wait a week. Sorry, buddy. No can do. We need content for later. <laughs> <laughs> Chris thinks it's douchey when I say oh, content. It is beyond douchey. But my point being, maybe I should have an, an affirmation about how I am a success. Mm-hmm. And I've thought about what she had said in the thing about recording some of the affirmations and playing them back to myself mm-hmm. like once a day. And maybe I'll do that. I just can't seem to find the time to record them without anybody being around because I would feel like a a real douchebag like, <laughs> telling to, yourself nice things about yourself yes telling there's, myself nice things about myself in front of you well remember there's a difference between being arrogant and confident there's a difference between being cocky and or narcissistic and Cocky. Do you remember that um, that hip hypnosis tape that J- Chandler listened to? Mm-hmm. I am a strong, strong, confident woman. Like that's what I would feel like, and it would just I would feel so awkward telling myself affirmations in front of you. Do you want me to record affirmations for you? <laughs> you can listen no, to the my whole, voice. The whole point was that you do it in your own voice. Right, but I mean, if you're Afraid to do it. I would just have to like go in the closet and do it when you're on the other side of the house or something. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can go upstairs for an hour or two if you need me to. 
It doesn't take me that long <laughs> to tell myself nice things. Are you sure? It might, oh, honestly. See? The lies <laughs> we tell ourselves. Define your success by what you make, by what makes you feel successful. Don't compare it to somebody else. Don't compare it to parents, friends, relatives, co-workers. Yes, those are important people, but they don't dictate to you what your successes are. You do that. So be honest with yourself. Be nice to yourself. And define success in a way that you can look at and be proud of. I apologize if there's a lot of swishy noise. It's because I'm cold and I keep moving around. I told you we should have gone inside to I record know. this. But no. No. All right. Well, that's 28. So we'll take a break and end this one. And I guess next week you guys can hear more about the lies we tell ourselves. The lies we tell ourselves. Maybe. Unless I get wild and crazy and put these in a different order. Oh, then you're probably going to upset somebody. Probably. You're not going to know the order that we recorded them in. Oh, that's true. Oh, well. Oh, well. See you next time. See you. Bye. Bye.